Welcome in, Pixely Podcast. Aaron, how you doing? Man, I'm doing okay. I just watched something on television. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it sounded like a foul fest to me. Um, I I like uh-huh. Oktoberfest. I like uh, uh, Grape Fest. Um, but I am not a fan of foul fest. And uh, no, you know, no, man. And if it's going to be a foul fest, it needs to be consistent, right? Right, right. Not, you know, 45 fouls called in a game. Ridiculous. That is just an ugly game. Ugly, ugly game. Well, I guess, uh, is there anything really else going on other than basketball, right? No, uh, we're 35 days from baseball. 35 days. I'll tell you what, I'm I'm looking forward to baseball now. I, I, I'm looking forward to being in the hog pen with you enjoying a nice cold beverage. That's true. That's true. And uh, maybe some day games on occasion. Day games? Like 2, <laughs> 2 p.m. games? 3 p.m. Maybe 4 to 5 p.m. I could probably get away with that one a little more yeah. than I can uh, 2 to 3. But, you know, a day game or two. I was thinking like Saturdays. Hey man, we can do that too. Get some weekends in <laughs> and invite the cousin. You're thinking, up. uh, you're, you're thinking, yeah, I was about to say, you're you're thinking a little, little the worst case scenario, like a 2 p.m. on a Wednesday or something. <laughs> hey, listen, got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, all right, Pixie, do you have anything? What was that again, Cody? Uh, I said pixely question of the day. Do you have anything? Ah, pixely question of the day. All right. Would yeah. you? I didn't know if you had one. You, oh, I got one. It's a little dark. You know, okay. would you oh, rather, would you rather experience a thousand paper cuts mm. or your leg cut off? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is this? I'm just saying. Oh gosh. What? Now, okay. You, you, Are the thousand paper cuts all at once or what? I mean, it would be hard to get a thousand paper cuts at once, but, you know, let's lower <sighs> that number. Paper... Okay. Let's lower that number to like 500 paper cuts because, you know, a thousand's a little extreme. 500's extreme too, but. Within, a, within what kind of time period? It'll probably just be repetitive up to 500. Mm, the one after the other, after the other, after the. Okay. Yeah. Oh, or leg cut off, dude. I got to go for the paper cuts. I got to. I got to have my legs. <laughs> It'll take a I while for those legs. But if those paper cuts could sting and that could take hours. It's excruciating. Yeah. I feel like you'd get, I feel like you'd get numb over them though. I feel Maybe. like you'd get numb over it, whereas I still have to race Tony, so I need my legs. That's true. That's true. I you understand know. that point. Uh, for those of for those who did not get that, Tony is Aaron's uh, was it foreign exchange student, it is. and he's a track star apparently, and he wants to race me. And I don't even know the length. I don't know what he even runs. I mean, we're, sixty meters you, and two hundred meters. Sixty so meters. Be, I can do. The, I can do the 60 meter and the, I was thinking like a one K or something like that. No, he doesn't do distance. He does that short sprint action. Oh gosh. So that's 200 foot. 
And then the 200 meters is what you said? It Basically, the 200 meters is two football fields. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Up in time after, after track and field, I, I feel like I feel like I could beat them. It would it'd take maybe the 60 meter. Two, running 200 yards like that is hard to do. You know? Yeah. It's hard to keep that top speed. All right. Yeah, and I also have to apologize. Buddy. Uh, my Wi-Fi is... If anybody wants to sponsor some Wi-Fi over here at the Sims <laughs> residence, I would appreciate it. Because, I mean, this is this is pitiful. And it's been like this for a while. I don't know why. I need to get like a Wi-Fi extender or something. I, I tried something new, hoping it would work. And I've got full bars apparently, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I got to figure you it know, out. So. You know what I... I've thought about it since uh, we could write it off as a business expense for tax purposes. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I could Fix- write off this microphone, this computer, the headphones. It's true. It's true. This is all tax uh, benefits for us. Just saying. Yeah. Well, yeah. But uh, I think yeah, first step is to be paid. Mm. So if anyone wants yep. to pay for Pig Silly Podcast as a sponsor, and and we will share your business on here, mm-hmm. please get a hold of us at pigsillypodcast at gmail.com. Yep, that's it. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, and I promise you the quality will get better if we got paid to invest in more better uh, infrastructure. And I think podcasts are the next thing. I'm, I'm telling you, I think 10 years... I mean, it's going to be a thing, so uh, as if it's not already. Anyways, all right. Um, let's talk basketball. Mm. Did we leave off? It was last week, last Wednesday, which was the fourth. So did we? We beat Missouri, right? We beat Missouri. I think that was, and then we, yep, that was a good game. We won against Missouri. Uh, lost at Auburn and a loss to Alabama uh, Wednesday night tonight for us. Um, no. It was a it was a rougher back end of the week of basketball. Yeah, and I don't know really what's going on. Anthony Black is just an all star, but it seems like you know he he can't do it all. I mean, he hasn't been a he's just a young freshman. He's a one and done, right? And I think we both be. can agree with that theology there. Um. I, I just – I don't know what's going on. We're, we're a good basketball squad. We should have beat Auburn. I mean, we really should have beat Auburn, and we should have had a closer game uh, against Alabama at Bud Walton. And by that, I, you know, with the last-minute three or something like that, Alabama's really good. I'm not trying to discount how good they are this year. But what I am trying to say is that Arkansas did not play up to my expectations. Too many missed wide-open shots. Uh, we saw against Auburn too many missed free throws, if I'm remembering right. We couldn't hit a free throw to save our lives. Um, and now we couldn't hit a three. It seemed like Devo was the star of the game almost. Let's see, he ended up with five points, but it looked like – or sorry, uh, 16 points. I was about to say it looked like a lot more. Uh, Devo was the star of the game against Alabama, and who would have been that, you know? So – Right. Well, and this team, of course, has lost a lot of talent with Nick Smith Jr. out. 
and Trayvon Brazil out. I mean, they're in they're in the growing process because they lost the offense that they built around. And um, you know, you can probably go back to that LSU game and say, hey, they should have won, but there's 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 a lot of growing up that has to happen. Uh, luckily, they have Vanderbilt next. I would consider Vanderbilt a win. I would hope Vanderbilt's a win. Um, and then just use that as a stepping stone for the rest of the season. Yeah. You would think Vanderbilt will be. I mean, that that's just something. We're given like a 71% chance to win right now, according to ESPN. Um, I mean, you we should beat Vanderbilt. They're They're – average right now i'm, I'm serious I, if we do not beat vanderbilt i i'm worried and by that i mean i know we have a, a pretty rough stretch during january but we definitely should beat vanderbilt <laughs> this is and, the same vanderbilt team who got whooped against southern miss uh lost to saint mary's uh lost to um uh, let's see grambling i mean the list goes on guys i mean we we beat this team there's no other way around it. For sure. No, and you, and you think that the, the thing is we should go into Saturday with a the win. There, there are speculation that Nick Smith Jr. comes back in February if he is 100% healthy. So if you're wanting that offensive juggernaut that balances out your team, if you can finish 500 through the month of January, I think that's manageable. And you can get into play in February. You have that you have that leader, that scorer, um, to push you through. I think that this team can can be seen as a back-end team just as Coach Musselman's few past teams have been. Oh, you're thinking bubble almost. No, I think that they'll get – I think that they'll be safely in. Now, they may be a five seed this year, five, six seed. However, I think they're going to be safely into the tournament. I don't think that Let they're going to be a bubble team. Would you rather be a five seed than a three seed? I would. I think, I think those three, four, five seeds are honestly the safest seeds in the tournament. Agreed. Because of the fact that first round you have a uh, – you, you tend to have a favorable matchup. You, you play against a mid-major and you should be favored in that matchup. Uh, Colgate, for example, or Oral Roberts – you know, those type of matchups. Um, in the second round, you have an opportunity if if the team across from you, if you're a six seed or a five seed, you have that four that have four thirteen matchup that you'll be meeting with. Mm-hmm. And there's always a chance that that thirteen seed beats the four seed if you're a five twelve. That five twelve yeah. seed you're you're playing a mid major. Um, four thirteen you're playing a mid major. There's always a chance that mid major wins. And you would rather have that mid-major in that second round rather than, uh, rather than like a power five school. Mm-hmm. So I like those matchups. When you are the one seed or the two seed, yes, you have a favorable matchup in the first round, but in the second round you're still playing an eight nine seed. That's like an Oklahoma, a Michigan State, a Virginia, Virginia Tech. It's a, you know, it's even though you want those high seeds, I still like those middle seeds a little more. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely agree with what you just said. Um, it looks ugly on 
come March, I think we're going to have our stuff together. You know, Muss has a track record of not doing great during the month of January. And mm-hmm. I'm not really sure why that is. Do you know why that I th- is? I think you have your early season matchups and you have teams that you're expected to win against. Yeah, yeah. And then they have their first set of challenges and he starts to have to figure out uh, what is going to be their weaknesses. And then he has to correct it. This year is a little different because he had an idea of what his team was going to look like. And now he's trying to find the pieces that work still later in the season. Um, this could be like a 12 and five SEC, uh, SEC team, 11 and six, maybe 10 and seven. You know, it, it's because honestly, the front end matchups are hard. These more difficult matchups. He'll, he'll probably win against those sub 500 teams um, and those lower end teams in the SEC. And, you know, I'm all right with, you know, two or three wins that are against ranked teams. They're, they're going to limp their way into the into the NCAA tournament um, if Nick Smith Jr. is back. If he don't get Nick Smith Jr. back, then this is a bubble team. Um, wow. That, that's the unfortunate you know, that's the unfortunate place for it. Cause we see good. As I said, at the beginning of the season, the defense is going to be elite. The defense is elite. You could see it. However, uh, the offense, I said that if they had a top 25 offense, this is a national championship team. They don't even have a top 200 offense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's Yeah. I wanted to disagree with you until you busted out the top 200 offense. And I, yeah, I mean, that, that puts things into perspective. Cause I, well, I think without Nick Smith Jr., I mean, considering Muss's track record in January, and I can say that all I want, it's the beginning of SEC play. I mean, that now that I'm looking, now that I'm thinking about it, you brought it up, you're playing some out of conference teams before the month of January, and then January hits and you start maybe even a little bit more into December, but, um, no, you're right. It's it's almost like a transition into a whole different league, and literally, liter- literally a different league. Um, I I think without Nick Smith Jr., I mean, you're talking Sweet Sixteen, uh, somewhere in there, and um, you may be right about being a bubble team. Um, Nick Smith Jr. is a really good ball player, and we saw that every time he touched the court, he was a really good ball player. It's just really unfortunate that he had that knee in, uh, knee problem lingering issue, um, and I believe he had to have surgery in L.A. over it, and then um, I don't know where he's at now or how long he's going to be out. I know it's indefinite, so I, I hope to see him during March Madness, but I don't know. I, I don't know if we're ever going to see him play again. He's going to be a top-five pick regardless, you know, so like you were saying last week, why why risk it? So, right. I don't know. I, I don't know where we're going to be. If we keep playing the way that we are, we're not even going to make the tournament. That's Can we agree on that? I think it'll be close. I think they're good enough to beat the bottom half of the SEC. Uh, these past two weeks, is you went to a tough-ranked Auburn game. You had a top-five team in Alabama come to Fayetteville. Um, I think this is closer to – Eric Musselman is an elite coach. Um, but this team is closer to one of the bubble teams uh, that Mike Anderson took to the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Maybe the the team that lost to Butler in the first round um, back in 17. So it's one of those things where you're 
he's he's learning he's figuring out what's going to work um mm-hmm. and there's they're ranked 342nd in three point shooting jeez defenses are going to clog the hole so much they don't care if they leave five in the middle if they arkansas doesn't have any shooters right now and not right now i agree and, and and you can't just say you can't snap the fingers and say they're going to start hitting threes it's not how it works and so he's just trying to figure out yeah. what mix what mixture works I'd like to pull out an exhibit here against Alabama from three-point land, 20%. Two for 10. And then from the field, we're talking 42%. That's not going to win you a ball game. (laughs) And then 65% from free throw land. I mean, come on, guys. You know, Anthony Black shooting one for five, that's that's a little troubling, you know? Well, and you, and you wonder, after this game, of course, uh, Graham came in, Jalen Graham, um, showed uh-huh. some big heart. This is Alabama game we're talking about. Um, yeah. You wonder if he gets some starters minutes now. Because Coach is trying to find the fit. Um, he thought he had the fit, and it's, right now it's not working. And he's trying to find something that works. Um, I think next, next game against Vanderbilt, I think you see Jalen Graham starting. Okay. With Makai Mitchell with Anthony Black, mm. mm-hmm. with Ricky Council the fourth, okay, and then Jordan Wash at, at, as your fifth player. And I think you I like use it. that lineup to start out because I think it's your best scoring lineup. Um, I think you can – I think he's going to find ways to get Pinion in as a sixth or seventh man. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, good point. Um, Jalen kind of reminds me of – um, gosh, I can't think of who it is, but he's athletic while also being a forward. And I'm not saying all forwards aren't athletic. My point is dude can score. I mean, right. he, he has that natural gift of scoring and finding the basket and, uh, 16 points. I mean that I'm just reading a stat line here, but 16 points is significant when it comes to this type of game, him and, uh, Ricky council and Devo Davis were the three, uh, towers in this uh, in this game, and you, you can't win a ball game with just, you know, three guys in the mid-teens. I mean, you, you just can't. Uh, you got to get somebody up in the 20s, um, and that, that's what we had. We, we had once upon a time somebody who could score the, the low 20s and, you know, and win ball games, but it is what it is. I'm, I'm rambling at this point. Right. That's okay. They'll bounce it's back, uh, you know, Saturday, Saturday, if they lose to Vanderbilt, I do not think they're going to lose to Vanderbilt. I do think they're going to be Vanderbilt. But after that game, we'll have, we'll be, we'll feel better about ourselves. They just need to go on a little run with some victories and then move forward. All right. So you think we're going to beat Vandy, uh, but next episode will be after Missouri. So do you think we'll beat Missouri? I actually think we'll lose at Missouri. I think you're right. I think, I think Missouri you're right. has some payback because it's uh, at Missouri. And then after that, we'll talk about this next episode. Uh, Ole Miss, well, is that on Friday? Ole Miss? Should be a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday. Ole Miss is at home, so we'll we'll talk about that next week too. Um, man, it's we, – we have – 
have potential. I mean, we're we we've got a Baylor team that we can play. In all honesty, the SEC is not great this year. I mean, they're just not. You've got a really good Tennessee squad, Alabama squad, AM's all right, and then everything after that is so far what we've seen is just meh. Auburn, <laughs> you know? Auburn is good. Um, I'll say that it's top heavy. I would say the top six to seven teams, the teams that are going to make the tournament, the top six to seven teams, uh, carry the weight of the of the SEC. And if mm. you lose to those bottom half teams at all, so you need to you need to win your team your games against the bottom half and win one or two against the top half, then you're going to get in the tournament. I agree to that. I, I definitely agree. Uh, and for perspective here, right now the the halfway points about Florida, Arkansas, Vandy, South Carolina, LSU, which LSU, I wouldn't look past them. They're they're going to get better. I guarantee you. Uh, Mississippi State, Kentucky, and Ole Miss. So, as of right now, as of the recording of the podcast, that's the standings. And do with that as you will. I think we can beat anybody on this SEC uh, in the SEC conference, but. We got to play good, you know, and um, we've got, let's see, towards the rear end of our schedule, we've got a very good Alabama squad, a very good Tennessee squad. And I think, like you said earlier, we're, we're going to have to win one of those games. We're just yeah, going to have to. You got to win the middle of your schedule. The front half of the schedule and the back half of the schedule is loaded. So you got to win the middle of your schedule. Um, you, you need to, the magic number of wins is 20. You want to see twenty wins uh, with this team, maybe twenty-two wins to get the to get to the tournament. So that is the magic number. I'm sitting here counting. <laughs> I mean, we can do it. We can do it. We can get to twenty. We just right. got to buckle down and actually get our crap together. We got to right. figure out what works and what doesn't. You know. Right. Right. So, anyways. Uh, Anything you want to add? I mean, this was a loosey-goosey podcast, number one, because there's really nothing going on other than basketball. And number two, I'm so pissed off at basketball because I just got done watching the game that we see how it turned out. Yeah, and, and we didn't dive too much of the game. Um, but Arkansas came back. Jalen Graham was doing amazing, showed a lot of heart. And uh, and then they Alabama hit three straight threes in less than 45 seconds. Just took yeah, the yeah. Energy out Good of the point. took the energy out of it. Props to Nate Oates for taking a timeout uh, when Arkansas was hot and just getting his team together. Boy, did he do that! That was the perfect timeout if I've never seen one in my life. Right, but uh, you know, Anyways. hopefully, hopefully, when we talk next Wednesday, you know, for the Friday podcast, we'll we'll see a better team. Hopefully, you know, you pull it off against Vanderbilt and Missouri, even though um, I'm going to have to wait and see what we do on Saturday and how that win looks like um, before I can say if we beat Missouri. We've handled Missouri at Fayetteville. Um, going to Columbus might be – or Columbia may be a little different. Yeah, it's going to be an uphill battle. We got to – I mean, I, I want to – if if again, I'm saying this like a big old fat dude eats some potato chips on the couch. If we want to win some ball games, we're going to have to get our nails dirty and start practicing a little bit harder. And by that, I mean we need to do like – I'm not saying must doesn't have them doing, you know, crazy exercises, but 
we need to be pushing ourselves harder and harder and harder. I mean, ultimately, what's the goal here, right? The goal is to get a national championship. How are you going to get a national championship? Well, it starts in the offseason. It starts in the offseason preparing for the next man up. We haven't seen the next man up yet. I'll say it. I'll say it right now. Right. I haven't seen the next man up yet. Nobody has really stepped up to where I'm going, man, you know, ever since uh, – who, who was it that got hurt? Trayvon Brazil. Trayvon Brazil. Ever since Trayvon Brazil got hurt, all of a sudden we're seeing this guy step up. I haven't seen that yet. Right. On a consistent basis, we just saw Devo go off against Alabama, but on a consistent basis, I haven't seen anybody. Right. Well, and what you need – you got to work on the offense. I, I, the defense is good. The defense is elite. You just need you need to you need to hit seventy five points. I think that's the mark that Arkansas has to look for is to hit seventy five points. And if they hit seventy five points, I think they win about eighty percent of their games going forward. Hang on, advertisement. Okay, you're gonna have to say that again. There was an ad plan. Sorry. That's all right. Spark no, version. Um. They need to work on their offense, have a goal of 75 points a game, set the offense, figure out how to, doesn't matter if you get to the free throw line, hit a couple threes, whatever you need to do to get 75 points, that defense can hold any team that they have left to 75 points or below. And if they're playing defense the way that they can play defense, elite, this game at the end, it, it, it got a little wacky, but they they had them under 75. If they score 75 points, they are going to win 80% of their games going forward. Matter of fact, I'm going to check the play-by-play real quick and see what it was like a minute a minute before time. Let me – hang on one second. Let me scroll here. Oh, that's the first half. You're kidding me. Hang on. Uh, this is brought to you by Cooper and Duke. Oh, oh advertisement. All right, here we go. All right. Free throw, free throw, free throw, free throw. Another ad. Jeez, dude, I'm about to, about to blow this kit. Okay. Let me mute this. Computer doing. It's going All right. crazy. All this to say, Arkan, it's nuts, dude. We had them under 75 points. With two minutes and 45 seconds left. We could have held them. I, I'm serious. I mean, I, I believe that this defense, like you said, can hold an offense for two minutes, 45 seconds, and allow our offense to go crazy. Problem was, we didn't score for 10 minutes, it seemed like. Yeah, and, and what it is, is after after Alabama hit those three straight threes and went up by 11, it became desperation play. And so the defense is not yeah, the traditional yeah. defense that Arkansas would play. So you're giving up easy layups, easy mm-hmm. dunks, and in the fouling and all that, all that adds up for those points at the end. And so, um, you know, when Arkansas plays traditional defense and, and they're in the game, hit that 75-point mark, you're going to win. Yeah, I'm sitting there looking at – I'm trying to figure out what, what time it happened to where – they hit those back-to-back jumpers, back-to-back-to-back jumpers. It was with four minutes and 31 seconds left. Yep. I mean, geez, Louise, dude, that's just killer. 
that, that yeah. will literally suck the energy out of the building. And then Devo came back and uh, so I don't know, man. I, there's so many things to work on in so little time. You're basically almost in the middle of the schedule right now. I'd say you've got a couple more games before you're in the middle. Now's the time, you know. Now's the time oh, yeah. to take advantage of these games, like you said. For sure, and you're you're not gonna have Brazil walk out of there and, and exactly. to save you. You're not gonna have Nick Smith Jr. walk out of there to save you right now. Um, you got to find ways to score 75 points, and if you can do that against Vanderbilt, you're gonna beat them because they don't have the scores to stay with you. They got only scored. They lost to Grambling. I think they only they lost 65, 64 to Grambling, which is a SWAC team. And so, you you score 75 points. Doesn't matter about how many points you beat this team. Beat this team. Take the W. Get ready for Missouri. It's going to be a fight. Score 75 points against Missouri. You win that game. Score 75 points against Ole Miss. You win that game. That is what I'm saying going forward. 75 points is the benchmark. Figure out how to get it. But 75 points is the benchmark. I like it. I like it. Uh, anything else you want to add before I close this thing down? It's 9 o'clock, guys. We're, we're burning the midnight oil right now. Uh, no, man, like, share, subscribe. Thank you to everyone who listens. Um, 35 days until baseball. Let's go, dude. <laughs> I'm so ready. I'm ready to just sit back and enjoy an ice cold beverage. It's 80 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Me and you cutting up jokes, probably meeting some new friends that, uh, apparently know us through a small world. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to that again. So that's right. I'm ready to see Jackson Wiggins throw some heaters out there. Let's go. <laughs> Brady right. Slavens hit some dingers. <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, I'm getting excited before bedtime, and that's not a good thing. Yes, sir. So, anyways, we'll catch you all later. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you later. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks.